Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to wrap up the book of Jeremiah. We're going to be in chapter 52, verses 31 through 34. Tomorrow we will start Lamentations, the next book of the Old Testament. And in order to understand or appreciate this text, we need to remind ourselves of what's written uh, parallel text that kind of the historical books parallel many of these prophetic books. And so if you go back to 2 Kings chapter 24, you learn about this King Jehoiakim. Jehoiakim is the son of Jehoiakim, and Jehoiakim starts to be king of Judah at age 18, and he only reigns in Judah, in Jerusalem, for three months. And at that time, uh, Nebuchadnezzar and the armies of Babylon, the Chaldeans, come in, and they capture Jerusalem, and they remove Jehoiakim as the king. They take a bunch of mighty men of valor. They take a bunch of gold and, and things from the temple and from Jerusalem. They take a bunch of people and take them into exile into Babylon. They take them as prisoners of war into Babylon. And Jehoiakim, the former king, who's 18 years old, is one of those people. And then the, the king of Babylon, Nebuchadnezzar, appoints Madaniah, who is the uncle of Jehoiakim, to be the king of Judah. We recognize the name that he is renamed to, which is Zedekiah. And so that's kind of the historical backdrop of what's going on when we get to this place in Jeremiah 52, 31 through 34. It says this, in the 37th year, the exile of Jehoiakim, king of Judah. So he's been in exile for 37 years. He was 18 when he was taken to exile or thereabouts. And so you're looking at a 55-year-old guy now who's been in prison, in exile, in Babylon, taken from Judah for 37 years. In the 12th month, the 25th day of the month, evil Merodach, the king of Babylon, in the year that he became king, graciously freed Jehoiakim, king of Judah, and brought him out of prison. So you've got this new king who is the successor, the new king of Babylon, successor to Nebuchadnezzar, whose name is Evil Merodach. That's his name, E-V-I-L-Merodach. And he graciously frees Jehoiakim, the former king of Judah, from prison. Verse 32, and he spoke kindly to him. He gave him a seat above the seats of the kings who were with him in Babylon. So Jehoiakim put off his prison garments, and every day of his life he dined regularly at the king's table. And for his allowance, a regular allowance was given to him by the king according to his daily need until the day of his death as long as he lived. So this has been a text and a section of scripture where God has been very hard with the people of Judah. He's punished them. He's judged them and righteously and, and rightly so. We've talked about that. God is a holy God. He's a righteous God, and he needs to deal fiercely with sin because it's a threat to his very character, especially when it's coming from his people, uh, the people of Israel and Judah. And that's exactly what he's doing here. But now at the very end of Jeremiah, you just see this little glimmer of hope, this this slight indicator that the story's not done yet. We're 37 years into the exile. What we know is that this is going to be a 70-year process. God has said that. We've covered that in the Bible overview. This is going to be a 70-year punishment exile before God allows people to go back to Jerusalem, rebuild the temple, rebuild the wall. And during 
the middle part of these 70 years, 37 years into it, uh, here this king is being treated, and he's a, he's a descendant of David. He's representative of the Davidic line, the people of Judah, who will eventually bring about God's redemptive plan in the person of Jesus Christ. And here he is being treated graciously and given a seat at the, the table with this pagan king. And it's just a tiny indicator not a lot there, but a tiny indicator that God's grace will prevail. God's grace is certainly still alive and well. This Judean king is being treated better than he should be. And just an indicator to the people that God's promise will still be true. He will still carry out his Davidic covenant. He will still put somebody from David's line on a throne that lasts forever course, that will be Jesus Christ. And this is just a way to end this book with a message of hope. Now, this is kind of a weird illustration, but this is what came to my mind when I was reading through this. I remember when I was a young boy and I was disobedient or I was mouthing off to my mom or whatever it was, my dad did not hesitate to spank my butt. And by the way, I think that's a good thing. The way that my dad, I'm not for child abuse or beating kids, but my dad spanked me and it was done in a healthy and good way that I think is biblical. Try to carry that on with my own kids. And I would advocate that kind of thing for anybody else. That's for a different discussion. But the way it worked at our house is whenever I you know, committed the infraction, whatever it was that kind of pushed it over the line for me getting my butt spanked, my dad would take me into the bathroom and it was a bathroom session. And they'd be like, okay, drop your drawers. This is a skin-on-skin thing. And I'm going to tell you why you're getting spanked, why what you did or what you said is unacceptable. And this is very just kind of straightforward. Bent over his knee, swats me a couple times uh, with his big dad hands. If you're, if you know, like most kids, you're crying before it even happens because you know what's coming. And when it was all said and done, Dad would always make sure to, you know, obviously get my pants pulled up, put me up on his knee, and let me know that he loved me. And then he would get a rag out of the sink or out of the, from under the sink, and he'd get it wet, and he'd say, okay, now let's wipe off your, or wash off your tears. And so you have this warm rag, and he's washing your face, okay, you know, reminding me that he loves me, reminding me that it's unacceptable for me to do or say what I did. You need to go apologize to your mom, or you can't ever do that again, or whatever it is. But it was like after that spanking, this rag and this kind of sitting on the knee and being reminded that I'm loved, this is all a glimpse that I'm not going to be at odds with my dad forever and ever. I'm not going to be under his punishment forever and ever. But this is something that had to happen. But now we're going to move on. We're going to wipe your tears off and we're going to get you back out into the house and you can do whatever you were doing. And uh, that's a little bit of the sense that I get from this last text of Jeremiah. It's been a difficult stretch for the Israelites. They've been justly punished, but there is hope. And God's grace will abound and it will prevail. And what a good reminder for us as we try to figure out how to think right about punishment and judgment versus God's grace and compassion and we know that ultimately it will culminate in the coming of Christ who lives a perfect life, dies a sinless death, and offers a place in God's family as a son or a daughter through faith in him. 
The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.